It's Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. The vegetation's gone. It looks like some kind of lunar landscape. It's just an amazing amount of devastation. Texas wildfires continue to spread across the state. Supreme Court confirmation hearings begin at fraught moment for climate action. Plus, temperatures there have been a whopping 70 degrees above normal. Both Antarctica and the Arctic see unprecedented simultaneous extreme heat waves. All of those extremes and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The coldest place on planet Earth underwent an extreme heat wave, and that was nothing like we've ever recorded before. Maybe, but I bet you'll be recording it again. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, bad news for you and your old home state, I'm afraid. Yes, extreme swings in weather in Texas contributed to seven wind-driven wildfires burning in the central part of the state, known collectively as the Eastland Complex Fire. Those fires have incinerated more than 50,000 acres of land since late last week, destroyed at least 50 homes, and killed a deputy who was trying to help residents escape. Mm. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott has declared a disaster in 11 counties. Fire officials are pleading with residents to use extreme fire caution because the region is experiencing fire weather, exceptionally low humidity, heat, drought, and high winds. One message that I would like to exaggerate and express is that we are not out of danger uh, yet, so we just ask that the community take real uh, sincere caution in your outdoor activities and just help us help you by being safe and cautious. You know, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has had to declare a lot of emergencies for climate-related disasters of late. Any reason to believe that he's starting to get it? No, none whatsoever. He's running for re-election. In Texas. The State Forest Service says just over the last week, nearly 180 fires have burned more than 100,000 acres across the state. Scientists say extreme rains led to lush growth of vegetation that was followed by extreme drought and unseasonably warm temperatures, making the new fuel super combustible. I'm sure it was just a fluke. Nothing to worry about, Governor Abbott. Climate change intensified wildfires are also linked to accelerating warming in the Arctic. A new study confirms that dense plumes of wildfire smoke are drifting to the Arctic, where the tiny particles called brown carbon absorb sunlight and turn it into heat, both in the air and on the ice, where it intensifies melting. The researchers warn that brown carbon from wildfires is a significant but undercounted factor that may help explain why the Arctic is warming three times faster than the rest of the planet. Extreme swings hit both of the planet's poles with unprecedented simultaneous extreme heat waves, described as, quote, unthinkable by scientists. At the South Pole, temperatures over the eastern Antarctic ice sheet shattered records over the weekend, soaring 70 degrees Fahrenheit above normal, unlike any ever before observed. Man. The Washington Post reports scientists are shocked, saying, quote, the event is completely unprecedented and upended our expectations. Oh, I'm sure it's just a freak. It'll never happen again. At the same time, at the North Pole, the Arctic hit 50 degrees above normal. Um, I'm sure totally a freak never will happen again. 
right. Meanwhile, in Russia's horrific war on Ukraine, the Russian Air Force has utterly destroyed a steel and ironworks factory, one of the largest in Europe, in the besieged city of Mariupol. Officials say workers tried very hard to mitigate environmental impacts before the site was destroyed, and they say it will take years to rebuild. But a member of the Ukrainian parliament, Lesia Veselenko, focused on building back better, saying on Twitter, quote, in 2021, that steel plant was a top polluter in Ukraine. Destruction brings creation as the plant will be rebuilt using green technology. Well, nice. I like that. Finally, Monday marked the first day of Senate confirmation hearings for Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, President Biden's nominee to fill the seat of retiring U.S. Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer. The confirmation hearings come just a few weeks after the Supreme Court heard oral arguments in the biggest climate change case in a decade. Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein of California underscored why Supreme Court appointments matter. In the current term alone, the Supreme Court is addressing cases on issues that are foundational to who we are as a country. It is considering the legal authority of the Environmental Protection Agency to fight climate change. If confirmed, Judge Jackson would not get to rule on that case. But it's another example of how elections have consequences. They do indeed. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. And I